Do you find yourself troubled and downhearted? Well, one of the things that we want to remind you about today is that you are loved. You're loved by a creator that is designed so much more than just what you might see presently. God has designed a future for you and me, and he sent Jesus Christ to solve that problem. Welcome to another podcast. I'm Steve Hollis. Across from the desk is Eddie Hammond. And we're here to hopefully enlighten your day, giving you some uh, tidbits of wisdom, uh, maybe a couple of laughs here and there, but just to remind you that Jesus loves you. I think that's one of the biggest things that we want to do every time that we meet and talk on this podcast. This last weekend's message was a cure for troubled hearts, and and uh, Eddie brought that message. We're going to be talking about that in just a little bit. But before we do that, I just wanted to kind of see how my buddy's doing. So how you doing, buddy? Eddie. Yeah, buddy, buddy Eddie. I'm all right. <laughs> I had my first infusion for lupus and rheumatoid arthritis Monday. I'm glad to I appreciate the prayers that I, I didn't get sick of my stomach. I just... It's just really a wave of fatigue and dizziness come over me, but it only lasted one day. So um, I've been doing that every four weeks. So I'm just, uh, I praise God for people that prayed for me. And um, I, I appreciate the the face of Ohio Valley Gas showed up at my house and prayed for me. And he and his wife, I hear. He'll ever know how much I appreciated that. So That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, when, when we do... Um, share in the family of God and and share like hearts and like minds and and we uh, stand up as the body uh, we fill the gap right it's not well, the... and what I appreciate it as well as you know uh, in in pastor world we're always the ones given and we are and I'm not whining I'm just saying a lot of times that's great way. when that right. door Yes. goes the other way and it, the roles reverse and mm-hmm. uh, I, you know like I said I really, I really appreciate it I, uh, there was a pastor up north uh, when we were in uh, Freeport um, was going through surgery and one um, the Quad Cities yeah I guess no, it was uh, Peoria yeah and I went down there and uh, and that was what he was saying he said man brother I appreciate you coming he said because always I'm on the one plate I'm in the place where you are, standing beside the bed. Mm-hmm. The other person said, it's a whole different perspective when you're laying in that bed. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. <laughs> so, and, that, and that's what the body does. It encourages one another and lifts each other up and whatever. So I, I just I just appreciate that. So, You know, as we, as we are pastors talking to one another here and people are listening into our conversation, uh, one of the biggest and greatest things that of of a and I, I say it's a reward but it's a um a result i think that's a better word i i, I love that um and so i'm going to use that a result of the calling of our of being in the ministry full-time is that the body becomes connected in a way that they reach out one of the things that I've seen about Crossroads especially, and I've been a part of other churches, and I'm not yeah. going to say that the other churches weren't this way because I saw they were. Mm-hmm. But what what we were seeing and have seen through Crossroads, and I've been here 23 years. Uh, Eddie, you've been here um, 
25. 25. And yeah. what is it? 25 and a half? I think it was December, well, we, January. 97 is when we moved. Okay. So. Okay. So, uh, and actually, we're coming up on the anniversary of when I came. Yeah. We're, uh, Josiah was born yeah. June 9th. That's yeah. Thursday. That's tomorrow. And then 10 days later, I think we st- I stepped in. Yeah. And so uh, the 19th, I think, was the first day that... Time flies. It does. And that was year that 2000. And um, and so in this process of being here that for that length of time, we've seen the growth of families, uh, seen the growth of the church, the vitality of, of connecting with the community. Yeah. And one of the things that you and I have done, and this is not a pat on our back, and I please do not hear that, folks, but this is... One of the things that we've done is we've connected with other pastors in the community. It's been an effort of ours to make sure that the leaders um, and the pastors of this community know that they're supported by other pastors yeah. and, and that, that we can talk. And so there's a all Thursday the morning. Team. All, all the same, the same team. team. That's it. Or, same coach. That's it. Same coach. And, uh, and we do that on purpose, and we're going to continue that. But... Encourage one another. That is what the word says. Encourage one another, and that is, that is across the board, uh, brothers and sisters um, being a connected body, connected to the to the vine, and and the vine being um, uh, Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful thing! And and um, so here we find ourselves today, um, talking and and spending another podcast together and. And I love these. I really do. Uh, getting a chance to kind of dive in a little bit deeper, um, and and have a chance to 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 maybe um, bring out some wisdom from the word uh, that was spoken on Sunday. So I appreciate um, you being so so diligent and so ready uh, with that uh, word on Sundays, and um, and it's just been great to to have these times with you. Um, side note before I pray, um, Jude and Josiah, now we've also got uh, Keela and Layla uh, Ellis, they are in, in New York right now, along with, there's others from, I think even within the church, um, but a whole, a big group, big group went to New York City this year, yeah. and uh, they're spending some time, and they're actually in Ellis Island right now, um, looking up some things, and, and uh, actually, Stace just texted me and asked me, what my grandma Hollis's maiden name was, as she was kind of checking some, um, you know, the, the the records and the different yeah. things, and that's super neat. That is cool. Um, and uh, one of these days, I might get a chance to go to New York City with her. Just might. Well, I think it, it is a might. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> I'd use the word hopefully. You get the green light. I think she's been there. Eighteen something crazy, something nineteen times yeah. with with students, and you know, and I love that she gets to do it. I, you know, don't hear the don't hear the negative "woe is me" type of thing. Uh, that is not it at all. I love the fact that she gets to go and uh, gets to to hang out. Well, yeah. Then we have to be careful. I can get sarcastic on that. <laughs> I can see the group picture of the New York trip and a big banner over says worms in the big apple because <laughs> it's called the big apple you know? yeah that's right <laughs> big apple they're in there squirming around all over the place yeah. don't tell her i said that no, oh, no, well, no one will tell it no tell stacy that no, so. no no well it is good to be here with you pastor and thanks for joining me again today and um, before we get started 
to talk about troubled hearts and the cure of it. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you, and we are so grateful that you love us. You first loved us. You created us, and you love us like no other. So I pray, Father, this day that you will remind us of who we are in you. Yes, God. Lord, I pray that we'll remind ourselves that as Christians and those that needing a Savior, we have a future that is bright. Yes, Lord. Bright and awesome. And no matter what this world throws at us, you will save us. Mm-hmm. You have saved us, and you will save us from it in the end of of this world and in eternity to come and we're we are more than ecstatic about that but while we're here temporarily may we shine your light and i pray that you'd help us as we do that now on this podcast may you give us the wisdom and the grace as we speak now it's in jesus name we pray amen 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 the cure for troubled hearts and i think the thing that sometimes it's even hard for us to grasp in Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit we don't have to have troubled hearts it's our choice I know that that's not trying to sound harsh but actually it's our choice if we are troubled right when things come in our life it's it's up to us how we react to it I think that troubled hearts is a different from a broken heart mm. a broken heart is, is caused and through that we grieve and whatever but uh, troubled hearts come from outside uh, uh, us usually you know whether it's uh, like I, I mentioned like loss of job health issues death financial hiccups divorce high incidence of crime uh, poor standard of living war uh, personal bankruptcy uh, family problems relationships on and on and on it's up to us how we react now I'm, I'm not saying we should be so callous that it doesn't bother us right but right from the get-go we take it to God right from the, and say Lord help me like I'm going to cry. I'm going to weep. Um, I, I might mourn for quite a while, but you'll be with me through this. Don't let it destroy my life. Right. It, you know, and that's kind of the point. And in and, and according to the big idea, we need not be afraid of the future. We need to embrace it because it's hard for us now to look beyond this life and see the future that God has for us forever. It's hard for us to get our eyes off here and move on. But that's and that's we're in that series previews of coming attractions. I want people to be aware of and know that at any moment Christ could come back mm-hmm. and, and take the church out. Right. So we're not to we're not to fear that. We are, you know, we're to embrace it. Um, I, and I always I always use that for a reference point. Nine one one, you know, a, a terrible time. And then we got that on our mind. And the t- terrorism is kind of at a low ebb to a degree. And I'm, I don't know how many people have told me or said since 911, when's it, when's it going to happen next, and where? I don't think it's over. I I wished I could say that today on this podcast, that it, but I don't. And now we've got that war in Eastern Europe. Uh, you've got lunatics on the finger of uh, nuclear weapons. There is a lot that we could worry ourselves into oblivion. Right. You could sit in a, in a worried and anxious state, and it robs you of your life in Christ and the purpose that he's given us, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that, that, so when, with the world in the shape it's in, how can we not fear? 
Isaiah 43.1, Don't fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. 365 times in the Bible, fear not. Yeah. It'd be good to find those. You could read one of those a day mm-hmm. uh, for every day of the year, actually. I think they've got... Uh, There's probably stuff out there publications. that you can find that. Uh, yeah, yep, absolutely. And I think that it might be on... Most likely it's on the Internet. And, and what a great way to to start your day or to remind yourself of the... Of the well, I talked a little about Harriet Tubman, uh, who saved 70 people from slavery and helped on the Underground Railroad. And I didn't realize she was an... An, an, an armed scout and a spy for the Union Army. Either. Oh, she was really? very big. Yeah. A video thing. But in a clip from her movie, uh, a story about her movie, uh, she told her pastors what she was doing. And she says, I want to be free and uh, the fear that's involved with that. But the preacher said, fear is your enemy. Trust in God. And that's pretty much, you know, that's pretty much the, the bottom line. And of course, John 14, 1 through 3, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. My father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. He's talking about the rapture. Mm-hmm. He takes us home, but we don't go as a group. This is a group. You know, he's talking about taking us home as a group. There's three things that we can glean from that passage. One, we can take God at his word he, and believe what he says. Right. And when these things come, we don't. We might fall apart emotionally, but still, you've got to get to that point where you you, you give it to God and let Him help you through that time. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, but it's. I'd rather live with Him than without Him. Where are you spending your time? I think that that that's that. You know, where where are you spending your time in thought? In what you watch and what you listen Absolutely. to? Absolutely. Yeah. In what you read. Uh, who, who you are, making sure you know where are you spending your time, and 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 as you spend your time uh, reverently with the Father, and and He's with you, so speak to Him, talk to Him, be present with Him, help Him, or help Him, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, help yourself uh, by recognizing that the Holy Spirit is in and around you. But the question I think is, where do you spend your time? And if it's not in a, in a giving God the authority and reminding yourself through the Word, and you know, if you're if you're listening to music that's toxic, for instance, this is a for instance, and and it's taking you down paths. And you just—it's because you like that music, or you like the the sound of it, or whatever the case. And you're like, "Well, I don't really listen to the words." Well, I'm telling you that it infiltrates. But anyway, that's another story. It's a different time. But if you're looking to want to step out of fear, then find other things like WBGL on the radio station that brings hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen, shut it off, and and don't listen to that at all. Listen to something that that's worthwhile, mm-hmm. um, and instead of just automatically just having it on all the time. And, and that's just an example. But I think one of the big things is is that when we think about things in our lives, we have to ask ourselves, what are we putting in? Mm-hmm. And we we do it as kind of sometimes even as a default, like oh, what's on the TV, and then we come across like, oh, that looks interesting, and it's like boom, we start watching it. And then you're like, you know what? I could have lived without not watching that. 
yeah. you know and sure. and then you know, subconsciously we think you know we maybe we don't even think we we think later on like man why did i worry so much you know no. it's like <laughs> so anyway part of there's so many things that stress us out in life nationally and globally and personally as well you know if you got health issues or tragedy hits um, it seems that the world's come to an end you always have to still understand that god is on the throne he has not moved mm-hmm. and he will help you through all of this 91 ones psalm 91 1 he who dwells in the secret places of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty and it goes on to say i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god in him i will trust you shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor the arrow that flies by day nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday mm-hmm. that covers every tragedy every malady every battle and on and on and on in our life that covers that if we abide there as christians we don't have to live to be afraid regardless of what is going on in the world you know uh, job 14 5 you have decided the length of our lives you know how many months we will live and we are not given a minute longer i believe that god knew when we were going to be born and he knows when we're going to die now how that happens i don't know but it's not up to terrorists or people that commit murder or crime when we die that's not on them it's on you try to make make sense of that i don't believe that god will take me home till he wants me to come home right now the only alternative is if you take your own life and that's a whole opens up a whole other world that i'm not going to get into right now but I believe he's in charge of our lives. I, I really do believe that. You know, Paul said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Sometimes you want to cross that river, and you want, but that's not our call. Second reason why our hearts shouldn't be troubled, we have the hope of heaven. But Jesus said, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it's not so, I would have told you I go prepare a place. He's not talking about mansions like we see in Hollywood and other parts of the world. He's talking about that glorified body. Yeah. That really made sense when I studied this before because there's many mansions. Well, there'll be a lot of glorified bodies there. And that's what that's exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. It, it, and, and you get into that whole concept. Man, oh man, uh, how exciting that that whole concept will be because we'll be in that glorified body during the millennium. Mm-hmm. And there, it won't know any bounds. You can walk through walls. I believe that you can be sitting here in Sullivan on the third floor and think about wanting to be in Jerusalem in an instant. You'd be translated there. I think it's going to be supernatural that way. Because hmm. Jesus, yeah. Jesus could walk through walls mm-hmm. on the road to Emmaus. Boom, he was gone. He was somewhere else immediately. Yeah. It's kind of like beam me up, Scotty, that kind yeah, of thing. That's, that's pretty... Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's really wild to me. There's some examples of that and... You know, we see uh, sometimes it's hard to see beyond into the supernatural or to think about it, rather. You know, we we think, well, I don't want to get frivolous and I don't want to get kooky. I don't want to. But go ahead and allow yourself some freedom to do that because it allows your 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 thoughts of well, continuing and, on and, here in, in a beautiful way. In a, and I think that's why we visit cemeteries. Mm-hmm. They're not there, right? But the memory, right? You know, I was, uh, is got here last summer. It got it was hot, and I was walking her. 
she wanted to go to the car. She was really hot. So we cut across some grassy area. Guy screams, hey, get off of those grays. I said, they ain't here. <laughs> it was somebody's giving me a hard time. He didn't right. mean it. But nonetheless, yeah. that's, he was giving me the raspberries for walking, <laughs> not walking on the road. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, 2 Corinthians 5, 1, For we know that if our earthly house, this tent is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. The only reason we got this old carcass here is to house our immortal soul, the re- who we really are. Philippians 3 says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. That's Philippians 3, 20 and 21. Third reason, our hearts should not be troubled. We know that Jesus is coming back. And so we should not be afraid of that. Right. Absolutely. You know, what a, what a beautiful and wonderful thing. In fact, not only should we not be afraid of that, we've got a thunderstorm coming across. That's not in my here. stomach growling. Yeah, that's no. We've got a thunderstorm coming across here. But we should not be afraid of it. And in fact, we should cry out, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Lord come. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that right there, anticipation, keeping our wicks trimmed, you know, that... You know how it uh, talks about the bride, yeah. the bride, bridesmaids, and and how they they were longing for the groom to come and and looking for the the that that hope yeah. and that understanding and keeping that lamp uh, filled and and sure. wicks trimmed and anticipating. It's like the ten virgins with their lamps. That's it. That's it. That's what yeah, you're talking about. That that's parable, first story. Yes. Yeah, but so, you know, and then I showed that clip from Elizabeth the Golden Age. That makes so much sense. When he was trying to explain what it was like being on the open sea, because it's a, it was unknown. Mm-hmm. You keep your eyes on the horizon, you know. And in the sea of life, when storms have come, we must drive our fear down with faith. You can drive it down with faith in Christ. That's you right. can drive it down, but we have to do it, you know. Um, we study our chart, which is the Word of God. We watch our compass and pray for hope. That's the Holy Spirit. And you watch the horizon for a sign, and that's what we talked about last week was these birthing pains that the earth is going through waiting for Christ to come back. And then you, he, at the end, Sir Walter Raleigh says, you dare to believe that that's land. Well, we dare to believe First Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, the trump of God, that in Christ shall be raised. First, then we watch our alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to be meet the Lord and be with the Lord forever. He says, wherefore, and then verse 18 after that says, wherefore comfort one another with these words. And that's what we should do. Amen. Oh, that's it. And really? then he talks about the new world. And uh, man, what, what a new world that that will be. And that's what we're going to talk about this coming Sunday. What's the Father's house like? So, and you know, I say this a lot, but it, it's really... Uh, Christ has established his body of the church uh, to make disciples and teach them. That's right. And that's why we're here. That's right. We've added more uh, other things in our life, but when you boil it down, that's the basic reason we're here, and that starts with salvation. That's why I'm, I have a tendency to talk about it uh, a lot to a degree, because that's, <laughs> that's my calling in life. And it's like I said, Sunday, I would, heaven forbid, if people stand at the 
white throne judgment and are lost and say, you know, them guys in Crossroads, they never told me about this. Right. That's on us. Right. Absolutely. So. And, and you know, and that's that's why when we, when we talk about salvation and receiving Jesus Christ uh, and and. And him receiving us, uh, you know, he stands at the door and knocks. And, uh, you know, here we are. It's our choice whether to open up the door. Absolutely. We are the ones that do that. Once we do that and we say, Lord, I I am in desperate need of you. I need my sins to be forgiven. And, and I need a new, I need to be reborn. I need to be born again of you and of my self that is connected with you. So therefore, Father, take me and use me. And when he, when we do that, the Holy Spirit is given. Mm-hmm. Then what comes from our life lived into the Holy Spirit? Fruits. Yeah. Fruits of the of the Spirit. Patience, kindness, forbearing, right? That that long suffering type of thing that uh uh and, and all of a sudden, the list went just went past me. Name name a few others. Kindness, joy, joy, peace, joy, kindness, joy, peace, self control, self control, gentleness. Absolutely. Think about all those things, and in all of that, what we then do, it, those fruits are described in how we interact with other people. Yeah, it's not. not it, he doesn't say the fruits of the spirit are. Big muscles and athletic abilities. Right. You know. No, I mean, come on. All right. What he's saying is he's he's given us a way to interact through the love of Jesus Christ yep. and God the Father. Yep. How great. How great. What's the Father's house like? I uh, start out talking about the Wizard of Oz. Them stinking flying monkeys scared me to death. I'm not kidding you. They freaked me completely. I wasn't scared of anybody. I do not even, be troubled, Pastor. I wasn't even scared of the wicked witch. She didn't. She didn't bother me at all. But them monkeys, buddy, they they put the put the fear in me. You know, I, I and the ending of that. Uh, Dorothy was homesick. Uh, man, what a what a terrible feeling that is to be homesick. Mm-hmm. I was a mama's boy and then you know mom passed and it made it worse in me i wouldn't go spend the night hardly anywhere every time i'd try i they'd have to call my dad and come <laughs> what a big baby but it, it was it, and man i tell you what i've had that's a pretty bad experience as in homesickness marine corps was even worse because mm-hmm. that drill instructor didn't tuck me and give me a good night kiss tell me a story if anything he'd whack you upside the head but he says i'll, oh, give, I'll oh, give you man. a kiss but, uh, <laughs> uh, at the end of that is so great she clicks her heels together and keeps repeating there's no place like home there's no place like home and i i think as believers uh, i think we get to that point you know heaven's a great hope for the christian it's home sweet home remember jesus great and profound promise i'm going to prepare a place for you when everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be where I am. Mm-hmm. You know, there, uh, there's a lot of movies about heaven in the last few years. The Shack, Heaven is Real, Miracles from Heaven, Defending Your Life Always and, and Hereafter. I'm going to show the trailer from 90 Minutes of Heaven. That's a, that's a pretty, good, pretty good clip. And the question is, do... Do we really believe that? Do we really believe with all our heart that there is something beyond this life? I so, think it's so important to continue to remember to talk about it. 
um, to continue to remind ourselves and others that um, that heaven is our home. That while we're here, we get to tell others to share, share, share that joy, share that love, share the, the peace that Christ gives us, to represent it in the way that we walk, in the way yeah. that we talk and live out our lives. What a beautiful thing, and to continue to speak about these things, Pastor, is, is a wonderful thing. So thank you for bringing these things to us. Um, I'm looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, at Revelation 4, 1 through 6, if you want to read that, it kind of kind of gives us a glimpse into heaven. You know, and Paul said, uh, 2 Corinthians 12, I was caught up into a third heaven 14 years ago. Whether my body was there or just my spirit, I don't know. Only God knows. But I do know what I that I was caught up into paradise and heard things so astounding they cannot be told. Wow. He saw so much glory that it, he couldn't talk about it. <laughs> he couldn't explain it in what? human terms, and that's our hope. And that's uh, it. And that's, that's the way that I'm going to live. Yeah, that's, that's the way the we way, have to live. That's if, the way I'm going to live. And, and uh, so you know, I was talking to a couple of young guys last night and on the front porch, and they were... Um, continuing to grieve um, and try to sort things through the process of of um, not just this recent death of, of a young man here in our town, um, Jeremiah Van Nelson, but some of the others like Cade Fry and oh, sure. some I mean, of the ones been, that were there's the been other too mom many. And, and daughter, the head, Hayden Hedens, and and different things, and we've talked about that, and as we were sharing. I said, guys, isn't it better to, would, wouldn't it be better to live your life in these ways of, of lining it up with the way that the Word speaks, the way that Jesus desires, the way that God ordains and wants His will to be done? Yeah. Wouldn't it be better to live that way in, instead of out of fear and out of frustration and out of, out of wonderment through a, a, a thinking well, I don't know what's going to happen, and I, you know, I'm just going to live wild and free. Well, you can live free, a little less wild, being wild, <laughs> wild for God, uh, yeah. for sure, but, but not in a sinful way. And by the end of your life, I would be much rather the one that said, you know what, I put my life in the hands of my Creator, <laughs> and, and, and then find out. You know, like, what is that? Oh, help me out, Pastor. What's the... I'd rather be at the end of my life and live the way that I've lived for Jesus and find out that there is no God rather than yeah, live my what, life that's, that's in... that's Pascal's wager. You're Pascal, right. thank yeah. you. Why is Pascal? Yep. And, you know, I'd rather, instead of living like hell and saying there is no God and then finding out at the end that there was. Yeah, and if you live like Christ, how... you'll be a better... Exactly. You'll be better in every aspect. Friend, husband, dad, on and on and on. On. Right down the list. And, and to live that kind of life where you love and serve people, what have you lost? That's it. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. But in if if there is a heaven, there is a hell, look what you've lost. You're you're forever in torment. That's right. <laughs> you think about the other side, living like hell. Uh, all of those things that you live for that way are all temporary, very fleeting, very... You're, you get lost. And they don't satisfy completely. They, don't, they never. S Solomon tried that. Uh, absolutely. And so this is the thing that we pass out to you today, that, that, we, that we hand you 
through the wisdom uh, of the word of the Lord. So um, we hope that you've been listening. Uh, I've enjoyed my time with you, Pastor. Thank you for sharing and and um, looking forward again, like I said, uh, for this weekend as we meet again on Sunday to worship. Yep. Would you pray for us? Lord, we love you. We thank you for loving us. And God, help us to drive our fear down in, in our faith with you. It doesn't take the pain away. We have to deal with that, but you promised to help share and put it on your shoulders as well as we get through these things and you continue to love and comfort us and help us, uh, Father, to do that. So, And help us to embrace the future, Lord, because the future is bright for believers. Uh, it's beyond bright. It's, uh, it's extraordinary. As we think about heaven and we get into this Sunday uh, and that sermon on what the Father's house is like and what you've got ahead for us and what you've promised and we thank you so much for that we thank you for your love and your sacrifice and god what you continue to do in our lives i just ask that you bless these folks that hear this podcast today we ask these things in the name of christ amen amen well thank you pastor for joining me again thank you for listening uh, folks and um, we hope that you have uh, a good rest of your week here we are uh, in the first part of June and and uh, making our way into uh, into the summer and warmer months. So we hope that this finds you well. And as we continue to uh, move forward uh, as Crossroads, may you continue to invite and to uh, ask people to come on in, those that are local here that are listening, and, and invite people to come on Absolutely. in to enjoy a time of worship together, a time where we celebrate and we connect. And um, boy, uh, yeah, we like I'm, seeing folks. That's we right. We really like seeing folks. That's right. We sure do. So until, without a further ado, we just would like to say uh, we'll see you until next time. And uh, that'll be next week. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you. Bye-bye.